0: Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Let's go, Brandon! Let's go,
1: Brandon! Let's go, Brandon! And the chance of Let's Go, Brandon. Brandon. So that's in Florida, where Governor DeSantis just gave a speech about what? What was he giving us a speech about? I had that information, and it, it, it left my head. I got COVID fog. About where to find the Armstrong and Getty Let's Go Brandon t-shirts? That's <laughs> is what that... he was talking about. <laughs> and hats and hoodies. I don't know. He was giving a speech about one of your things, you know, about uh, COVID or freedom or something. Anyway, and the crowd started chanting, Let's Go Brandon, which is just fantastic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you read Jonah Goldberg's column the other day about if the left needs to calm down, the right needs to grow up? It's just, oh, shut up. Jonah, I love you. You're smart. You're super smart. Don't always agree with you. But did, out here in the real world, where we're not a part of the intellectual salons of Washington lifestyle, where we're just busting our butts and trying to raise our kids and pay our taxes, and then the friggin' roof leaks, and then the car needs tires, and the rest of it, it's fun to have a little fun with politics now and again. All right? Nobody died. It's fine.
1: I got to believe, though, well, maybe I'm wrong. I was going to say, I got to believe most politicians, when they get up, they'd rather the crowd wasn't chanting, let's go, Brandon. Although, you'd much rather they're chanting, let's go, Brandon, than F Joe Biden. Yeah.
2: As a look, so. Yeah. Yeah. And the let's go, Brandon, because it's funny and it's family friendly. As as, <laughs> as far as I can observe, practically replaced the F Joe Biden thing.
1: Well, yeah. It's just family just not friendly not cool. in that you've got to explain to your son what it means. <laughs> Yeah, you know, or you're if you're going to explain to them what I
2: mean, because I did that, you know. All people ev- saying, "Let's go, Brandon." Well, it's a long story. I've had to explain it to several people, which reminds me, as I need to be reminded nearly constantly, not everybody is into this stuff as we are, and and you have to bring people. And you more. shouldn't be. No, you certainly don't need to be. Uh, but everybody I've explained it to, and I mean every single Homo sapien, has reacted with, "Oh my God, that's hilarious." <laughs> Because it is. It certainly is.
1: So just a couple of weeks back, the Chinese test some hypersonic missiles. Well, we we actually, they did that uh, quite a while back. They did it when we were all uh, busy with a bunch of other things going on domestically in the United States, and we kind of missed that story. And the Pentagon announced that, yeah, we didn't think they were even close to that far along in their technology, and this is really scary. And then they came out with another report yesterday with the nuclear capability of... Uh, of China, which might even
2: be more scary. Right. Well, it's certainly scary. And and at some point, and I was going to do this first, but it doesn't matter. Uh, there's a headline out this morning. China is warning Chinese families to stock up on food and other daily essentials. As a combination of bad weather, they have severe energy shortages. They got COVID-19 restrictions. They got all sorts of stuff going on. They're telling families stockpile food for the winter. Stockpile food. So, again, behind the scenes, China has enormous domestic challenges going on. But back to Jack's point, um, the, what's it called? The scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. The military and security developments involving the People's Republic of China report is out from the DOD. And I've been frantically trying to digest it. Um, and it's actually super interesting. I can't wait to read the whole thing. It's as long as a book. Um but they go into, and I'm just gonna do super quick summaries of some of this. China's national strategy, in general, their foreign policy, their economic policy, and by the way, that's, all of it is taking over as much of the world as possible. Their military civil fusion development strategy fusing China's defense industrial base with its civilian technology and industrial base, leveraging science technology, that means stealing technology, cultivating talent. Every aspect of Chinese society is being dedicated to enhancing the military. Then they get into defense policy and military strategy, um, which is a subject all of its own, uh, missions and tasks of China's armed forces in the new era which they're uh, which they're calling what they're doing right now. Right. Um, they, they have approximately 2 million personnel in the regular forces. Um, the irregular forces, I don't know what they're up to. Clowns, banjo players.
1: Well, remember when uh, FBI Director McCabe, uh, Ray, which one was it? Whichever one is current. Um, uh, he testified that. China has a whole of society strategy to dominate the world. And I don't think we can understand that in the United States, because the business you work for right now, you've got all kinds of goals, but it's got nothing to do with the United States dominating the world. If right. you know if it plays a role in that because our economy is strong, that's great. But you're not thinking about that. But that's not the way it works in China. Everything they everything they teach their kids in school, everything, every business, everywhere does it all. Everything they do in their politics, their military, their science, their hospitals, their universities is all
2: dedicated to one goal: to dominate the planet. Yep. Now they go into developments in the PLA, the People's Liberation Army's modernization and reform. The PLA, the Army has approximately 975,000 active duty personnel and combat units. People's Liberation Army has numerically the largest Navy in the world with an overall battle force of approximately 355 ships and subs, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Then they go into the, uh, the aircraft and the Army Rocket Force, uh, whatever that is. Uh, the PRC is developing new intercontinental ballistic missiles that will significantly improve its nuclear-capable missile force and will require increased nuclear warhead production. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, on the nukes,
1: how about we hear from Jen Griffin and Clip 50. And oh, yeah, great to, idea. Yeah, What they laid out yesterday.
0: A startling data point from the Pentagon's annual report on China's military. By 2030, it will have 1,000 nuclear warheads in its arsenal, far outpacing earlier Pentagon projections in the low hundreds.
2: We're witnessing one of the largest shifts in global geostrategic power that the world has witnessed. And if we, the United
1: States military, uh, don't do a fundamental change to ourselves in the coming 10 to 15 to 20 years, uh, then we're going to be on the the wrong side of uh, a conflict. One of the largest shifts in the history of the world. Well, back in the before times, you wouldn't have been able to build up an arsenal this quickly as you can in China. See, the handy thing is the whole world joined in in giving China enough uh, uh, power to be able to pull this off, which was one of the
2: stupidest things the world has ever done. (laughs) It is amazing. China with one of the greatest dupe jobs in history makes the Trojan horse look like, you know, a stupid old legend. Duping all the developed countries into enriching them with the promise that yeah 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 we'll come around we'll be your buddy yeah we'll follow the international norms of course we will yeah 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 just give us a little give us a few more years of wildly unbalanced trade we'll come right around for you yeah
1: if, if you if, if you're interested in this kind of story at all like there are um, YouTube videos you can look at where it goes through the uh, the biggest economies in the world over the last thirty years or whatever and they'll put it in graph form and China was like. They were, they were like behind tiny little African countries you've never heard of in terms of economic power on the global stage and poverty just a few decades ago. It's unbelievable. It is. The way they it transformed is. from that to now we're all scared they might take over the world. And part of it is we gave them so many economic breaks. All of the rest of the world gave them all these breaks and turned a blind eye to them stealing all of our um uh what do you call it proprietary
2: information and everything um mm.
1: it's just it's absolutely amazing let well, him rise up
2: and thinking both that things would... were both parties were equally enthusiastic about oh, it. Yeah. it's worth pointing and, out and there's a hell of a lot of money being made sure
1: but we we made a bet and i guess we uh, i agreed with it i guess everybody agreed with it Yeah. Oh, yeah so, sure we let them become a, a big economic force and uh, they get mcdonald's and uh, you know modern clothes and tv and all that sort of stuff and they'll be a good country well it didn't turn out that way and now
2: they got enough money to build all these nuclear warheads and start to dominate the planet. Keep it in mind every time you buy something Chinese-made or manufactured. Over the next decade, the PRC aims to modernize, diversify, and expand its nuclear forces. They're investing in and expanding the number of its land, sea, and air-based nuclear delivery platforms and constructing the infrastructure necessary to support this major expansion of its nuclear forces. And again, gigantic increase in the number of uh, nuclear warheads is coming. Uh, We didn't even get into the chemical and biological research section of the report. They will do anything, the Chinese. Sure. They believe sacrificing a few million people to attain the supremacy they deserve, they're owed by history. They don't see that as a cost at all. Chinese asshole! There are uh,
1: universal prohibitions on chemical weapons and that sort of thing. China would use chemical weapons if it would get them over. And uh, so what, you mad at us? Okay, we're going to dominate the planet for the next 1,000 years. Go ahead and be mad at us if you want. Um, The only possible good news, and I'm not sure this is good news that came out of the report yesterday, is General Mark Milley, uh, in an interview, assessed that it's unlikely that China will attempt to retake Taiwan within the next 6, 12, or 24 months. So I'm not sure if that's good news or not. Okay, so they're not going to take Taiwan in the next two years. You also said Kabul wouldn't fall for a couple of years. And Don't. it fell in a week. So...
2: Same people with the same guy announcing it. So Taiwan might have fallen by the time I get to the end of this sentence. <laughs> and and
1: also, even if he's right, the fact that they're not going to take Taiwan in the next six months. Oh, okay. Well, great. So we're not going to have to have to face a World War III and the biggest decision the free world has ever made in the next six months. Okay.
2: So so if I was going to bottom line it, I would say it is extremely likely that we are going to be in a decades-long standoff, a Cold War, if you will, with a giant, malign communist power. Uh, Those of us who are of a certain age are just like slipping into an old pair of shoes. I remember that, although, again, the People's Republic is very different than the Soviet Union in a lot of ways. On the other hand, and this is the story behind the story, China has enormous domestic challenges. Again, you don't hear the government of the United States saying, look, stockpile food. You need to fill your freezer so you have enough food to get through the winter. They have a rapidly aging population. They make our aging population look youthful. Uh, they have domestic pressures. They do a good job of tamping them down. But, um, you know, there's uh, there's a principle of, of uh, the politics that, you know, the tighter you squeeze, the more is going to go through your finger and or the more pressure that builds up, the more likely an explosion is. Now, the Chinese are better than any regime in in human history, at least in the modern era, at, at oppressing their people effectively and finding ways to let some of that steam off a little bit. Um, but China's rise to supremacy is far from assured, and it could be China goes kerblewey in a way that our intelligence services miss completely in the next, I don't know, 5, 10, 20 years complicated
1: so if you were a fan of the sopranos back in the day and you were mystified by the end of the final episode david chase made some comments uh over the weekend that i think make it a little more clear as to what happened there Mm. do Do i need that i need that i really deeply deeply need to know what happened there in the final episode Oh, I like ambivalent endings
2: because I'm more sophisticated than you. Oh, that is sophisticated. Oh, yeah. I love... I Oh, when I get to the end of a book and there's no friggin' clue what happens, oh, I love that. <laughs> I really embrace that because the that's the way end. life is. Or the, a movie ends and you
1: say, that's the end? Wait a second. What the hell happened there?
2: <laughs> and then Jones walked into the room alone and you flip the page. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. See, I love that because I'm sophisticated.
1: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, a lot more on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong
3: and Getty Show. In other news, Microsoft Teams has officially entered the race to develop the Metaverse, announcing 3D avatars for virtual meetings without the need for VR headsets. Yes, if you don't like, if you don't feel like turning your webcam on, you can attend the meeting as an animated version of yourself. Well, did you see this? Nike has just filed a trademark... To sell digital sneakers. It's true, the company, they hope to sell digital versions of sneakers, clothing, and other Nike products in the virtual world. Like, I don't, like, I just can't imagine anyone who got, like, roasted at school for their sneakers being like, I'd love to experience this on the cloud. And no, if you're sitting on your computer buying digital Nikes for your avatar just so you can wear them in the metaverse. Surely the one thing we can do is stop calling them athletic shoes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I, I can't wrap my head around all this stuff. I just, I can't. I guess I I was born too too early, and it's just my time has passed. The mor- world has passed me.
2: I, I just, Old simple, Jack.
1: I, I can't buying digital nikes so my avatar can i just i don't i don't know so
2: Sorry. look we don't discuss personal finances on the show but i have an uncomfortable question to ask you how heavily did you invest in Squidcoin, the <laughs> cryptocurrency based on the squid game uh tv show craze i was unaware of it so I, didn't invest I have some much. very bad noy. Uh, bad news if you invested in Squidcoin, which went up 23 million percent between October 26th and the beginning of this week. As the um, TV
1: show Squid Game became the most the number one show in 105 countries or something like that.
2: It's a Netflix yeah. series if you've never seen it. Yeah, well, it started from practically zero, went to $2,860 per Squid Coin. Well, now the people who, who organized it have stolen all the money and disappeared. <laughs> Your Squid Coin is worthless, folks. Sorry about that. And that happened with some NFTs, right? Getting back to the oh, Nike yeah. story, they call an an it a rug pull, Jack. <laughs> a rug pull. Yes. Buyer beware. I know those magic beans are so attractive and so magical, according to the guy selling them. But mm. a giant in the sky, you say?
1: <laughs> um, speaking of TV shows, David Chase, who is the creator of The Sopranos. He regularly gives interviews where he like hints at things, or I don't know, I don't know. He's pretty old now. Anyway, he talked in an interview the other day about how the he actually said the death scene I had in my mind was not that scene, the scene that they ended the show with. Um, he said my death scene was going to be Tony comes back from a meeting in New York in his car and is killed, headed back into New Jersey. But so him saying that I had a different death scene in mind. Leads people to believe that that was a death scene where he's sitting there in the restaurant and it goes to black, which is what I've assumed all along, anyway. But so I'll leave it there because you either carry or you don't. Mm. Um, I think, I think I think we were seeing the world through Tony's eyes that entire show and he got killed, so it went to black mm. with Journey playing in the background.
2: Mm. It's not the way I took it. Okay, what'd you take it? I actually did like the ambivalence, believe it or not. I just thought, okay. He's going to go on with his sometimes joyful, sometimes incredibly stressful, dangerous life until he's killed. Or he got shot in the back of the head. That could be. Um, Or he choked on the pizza. How do you know he was killed? Maybe it's a choking death. Learn the Heimlich, folks. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Of more
1: import, this came out yesterday. The CDC altered the definition of vaccine Because of a concern that its definition did not apply to COVID-19 vaccines, according to newly released internal emails. The agency updated its definition back on September 1st. The definition was formerly for a vaccine was a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease, protecting the person from that disease. That was the definition of a vaccine. The CDC changed their own definition to now it's a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. And most people are reading that as kind of a weakening of what they mean by vaccine, which allowed them to approve this and also helps you with your um, the mandate. we haven't mentioned the breaking news of the day is remember when Joe Biden announced that All businesses of more than 100 people. You have to get your people vaccinated or regular tests.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: So, a couple of headlines for you today. Joe Manchin, the senator from uh, Virginia, has been making, West Virginia, has been making the rounds uh, on all the shows and basically saying, well, well, we need to slow down on this whole spending bill thing. And let's get a good scoring of the costs of these. And we need to make Medicare solvent before we start blah, blah, blah. So, he's clearly not on board with, with moving forward with both of those gigantic, expensive pieces of legislation slow your roll nancy slow your roll we ought to go big on that next hour what do you think okay so that's where we are on that um and that's good news as far as i'm concerned because he's got the power to stop that from happening if he wants to Mm -hmm. um and the other news of the day is the biden administration having said there was a vaccine mandate for employers a long time ago then doing nothing to follow through on it It's finally followed through somewhat today. With the mandate for large employers, that's any employer with more than 100 employees starting January 4th. You got to have all of your employees vaccinated or there are going to be fines. They either have to get vaccinated or get tested regularly. Um, And OSHA plans to send out agents to check that workplaces are in compliance with the rule. Well, that'll be fun work. Yeah, really? And for willful violations a company can be fined up to one hundred and thirty six thousand dollars. The standard penalty is thirteen thousand dollars for a single violation. Wow. So if you got a wow. single employee that's not vaccinated or getting tested regularly, you'll get fined thirteen grand.
2: So we'll see how right. that
1: goes starting January fourth.
2: So you brought this up before the uh, the commercials, and if you uh, had the segment cut off suddenly, that was not your listening device. We had a bit of a, a malfunction here, so that's what happened, but uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, you know, as long as I'm talking about that, uh, we get semi-regularly uh, get emails from folks saying, hey, your uh, fourth hour of your show wasn't up on the podcast. What's up with that? Blah, blah, blah. It depends whether you're going to a specific station's podcasts or whether you're going to armstrongandgetty.com or iHeartMedia or Apple Podcasts or something like that. Not every affiliate takes all four hours of the show because they have contractual obligations, and so some shows just take three hours of the Armstrong and Getty show. So if you don't get that fourth hour, you can seek it other places. Again, go to armstrongandgetty.com to get all four hours, plus the One More Thing podcast. Uh, so, uh, Jack started to talk about this right before the break. And I w- it's funny because I was about to bring it up. We get uh, got this note from Richard. We get notes like this almost every day. Guys, the vaccine for the vid should not be called a vaccine because it's not a vaccine. A vaccine makes a person immune. Clearly and obviously the COVID vaccines do not make anyone immune to COVID. Jack proves it, as have millions of others with breakthrough cases. Um, with all due respect, just because you assumed that doesn't make it so you know i dig around i dug around here's your definition of a vaccine a substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies and to provide provide immunity against one or several diseases then they go into how they're they're made that sort of uh, that's that sort of thing so immunity against one or several diseases wait a minute joe that's exactly what i'm saying what does immunity mean Immunity is the ability of an organism to resist a particular infection or toxin by the action of specific antibodies or sensitized white blood cells. Meaning, it enables you to mount a better immune response. In some cases, it's so much better that you'll never be troubled with the disease again. On any level. But not in all cases. Um,
1: With the caveat that i don't really have a dog in this fight like a lot of you do i just on a daily basis i could be swayed this way or that way about vaccines masks everything Mm -hmm. just whatever the latest evidence is i don't have a particular wish or anything
2: right Um, i just we get lectured every day by people don't exactly understand what the definition of these words are and i understand but so people call the Flu
1: shot every year. Do people call that a vaccine? But lots of people get the flu shot and still get the flu. Right. For different reasons, you might get a different kind of flu. There are so many ones floating around. Maybe that's a red herring or a, any other colored herring. But then yeah. how about this story about the CDC changing their own definition? Would you say then that they changed the definition to try to make it more clear? Because people had a uh, um, uh, uh,
2: an unreasonable idea of what immunity meant? So, I think they were, yeah, I think they were dealing with the, the very question that I was just dealing with. You know, so whether they did that with a, in good faith or to cover their own butts, I don't know. So,
1: the CDC updated its definition on September 1st of a vaccine, and it used to be a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease, protecting the person from that disease it right. is no longer that it is now a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases
2: right because people like uh, like the the note writer that i was just referring to think the word immunity means complete uh, 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 ironclad ability to never have that disease and that's what not that's what that's not what immunity means
1: well i got the vaccine with the
2: idea and, and by the that- way by the way I probably would have gotten that question wrong if somebody had said, what does immunity mean? I'm not trying to lecture anybody or say no. you're a dope or anything. Not no. not
1: in the least. No, I would have gotten it wrong. No, on specifically on the word immunity, I would have thought that I'm protected against getting that. Right, I'm immune. I'm immune People immune use that. it all the time. Yeah. Um, but as far as this this particular vaccine that I got, I got it with the idea that it way, 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 way lessens my chance of ending in the hospital or dead. But I knew I could still get sick. I'm surprised how sick I got. I didn't yeah. expect to get that sick as a vaccinated person. I don't yeah, know what to do you with that absolutely
2: were symptomatic and sick.
1: Oh, yeah, I'd say.
2: But as we've pointed out, 99% means one person out of every 100 gets screwed. And once again, fate screwed me. Because you're cursed.
1: Because I'm you cursed. defiled a pharaoh's tomb. I don't know what I was thinking.
2: Anyway. Oh, you know what we need to get into next segment? That's so interesting. The, uh, the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court, got into hate, that big gun the rights.
1: Words, the word SCOTUS sounds obscene to me.
2: I know it does. It sounds like a male body part. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, we Keep will in get the into... <laughs> get right in the SCOTUS. Uh, we will get into that conversation. Uh, there's some really great tape of the, of the justices, perhaps showing their hand in the questions and answers section of the presentation. So we'll have that for you next. So crime is up. We all know that. And um,
1: we're heading into the only time I've ever had my home broken into in my entire life was Christmas. I think they were after all the packages. Luckily, the, the 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 somebody showed up right the right time. But anyway, I didn't have a home security system at that time. Now you should have a home security system like I do, Simply Safe.
2: Yep, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe, the best home security system around and super affordable now. Our listeners get 40% off their award-winning home security uh, system right now. Yes, it's simple. Yes, it's less expensive, but it's better, friends. It's better.
1: Yeah, Simply Safe was named best Home security system of 2021 by U.S. News & World Report. Not best, doesn't cost much system, or best, you install it yourself system. Just best security system. So so you can order it, comes to your home, you set it up in about 30 minutes with the help of the trained professionals if you want.
2: It's super easy to set up and to use, and it's great. Sensors, indoor and outdoor cameras, all sorts of good stuff. Go to simplysafecom slash armstrong, save 40% off your entire system. Simplysafe.com Slash Armstrong. Offer in soon. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. So I like the combo, the Simply Safe home
1: security system and a gun that I've got at my home. You can and, have a gun in your and home. And in my case, a big black dog who's scary looking. You can't. I've got a little black dog who's not scary looking. Hmm. A pug is not going to scare away anyone. You does might, he bark? Yeah, but he barks at everything. Oh. He does bark. Man, no, not he's... If, no, 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 if he's asleep, though. If he's asleep, Unlike other dogs, it's like, I'm taking my nap now. And it's like, he's not going to wake up because somebody came to the door. Or something. No, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm really? sorry. I'm taking a nap. Deep sleeper, huh? I'm busy taking, taking a names. nap. Oh, um, but uh, I have a gun in my home. You're allowed to have a gun in your home, according to the Supreme Court, based on the Second Amendment. But are you allowed to have a gun outside your home, like to take it around? Well, there's a challenge being made to that idea in the Supreme Court. And we heard some of it yesterday, and we'll play that for you next
0: and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: What are we supposed to say, in your opinion, that
1: is going to be clear enough? that we will not produce a kind of uh, gun-related chaos.
2: That is Justice Stephen Breyer of the Supreme Court. He is a liberal. But a number of the justices asked intriguing and leading questions to the assembled lawyers. They're considering a, uh, a New York gun law. Well, and it's more that uh, New York uh, concealed carry permit applicants were being turned down willy-nilly. Like the- happens all over the country. Indeed, yeah. And the question became well, wait a minute. You allow guns in your home to protect yourself. Why does that right end at your front door? What, how about your front yard? How about going to the store and back? And the soups are trying to figure out exactly where that line ought to be drawn, if it ought to be drawn at all. Shannon Bream is not only suck so it. But she's uh, very, very smart. She did a report on Fox News and uh, has quite a number, well, several anyway, clips of the Soups asking questions. Clip 60, please, Michael.
0: It is a hot-button issue the Supreme Court hasn't tackled in more than a decade, the Second Amendment and gun control. Today's challenge centered on a New York permitting law that limits who can legally carry a gun outside their home. The plaintiffs argue the right to self-defense should be enough. Not the heightened showing that New York requires. Chief Justice Roberts pressed New York Solicitor General Barbara Underwood on that point.
2: If the purpose of the Second Amendment is to allow people to protect themselves, that's implicated when you're in a high crime area. It's not implicated when you're out in the woods. How many muggings take place in the forest?
0: Much of the arguments wound up focused on the issue of population density and whether the right to carry a legally owned firearm outside the home should be based based in part on where the right would be exercised. Justice Kagan wondered where plaintiffs would be willing to draw the line. A ballpark. There are 50,000 people in one place, they're all on top of each
2: other. We don't want guns there. The city or the state couldn't do that.
0: Well, Justice Alito asked why law-abiding New Yorkers should be at a disadvantage.
2: All these people
1: with illegal guns, they're on the subway, they're walking around the streets. but. The ordinary, hardworking, law-abiding people I mentioned, no, they can't be armed. Good argument. Mm. Yeah, so I realize the difficulties of this. If they decided, hey, look, the Second Amendment doesn't just apply to walking from your bedroom to your bathroom, as Justice Thomas said. Um, You have the right to uh, bear arms um, everywhere. Uh, But... I get why we might uh, say not at schools or not at ball games or w- various places.
2: Right? Do you or not? Uh, n- n- it's uh, the answer is more complicated than a yes or no. I understand why we don't want guns. At for a the school. record, Joe Getty refused to answer a yes or no question. Um, on the other hand, uh, uh, please point out to me a scenario in which somebody has. Carried a gun onto campus with openly was was uh, open about it a law abiding citizen walked onto campus with a gun and then turned to evil and hurt people with it as opposed to a person who would ignore every law of God and man, including thou shalt not kill with their gun on campus and no one was uh, 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 no one was able to stop them because they didn't have any. Well oh, I know. I know. I, I agree with that. I just I, I'm looking at it from
1: a uh realistic for society view as opposed to the legal view and I realize sure. it's the Supreme Court they're looking at it from purely a legal view. Um, well, I I'm don't thinking, I don't know that that's true. I think they keep in mind that uh, we got to run the country. They certainly do sometimes. Yeah. Um I I think I don't think most people would like the idea of anyone can carry a gun into Yankee Stadium or your local ballpark.
2: Yeah, I've got to admit it's on a on a practical level and a real world level and I think even a lot of you uh you know super second amendment uh fans would and supporters would agree with me. Hot-headed young men are better off not armed in most circumstances. Uh it just it doesn't help to have them carrying guns. Um but, but where that squares with the second amendment? Right. That's a tough one. I don't but I
1: worry that so those questions from uh, Kagan and some of the liberals are going to be one of those perfect being the enemies of good enough sort of situations. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I can't have a loaded weapon in my truck whenever I drive, you know, through sketchy areas of town. Why can't I? That one seems pretty clear to me. That's wow. absolutely what the Second Amendment says I should
2: be able to do. Yeah, I have no problem with that. You know, and, and just because there are guys out there who are road ragey and if they have a gun in their car, it won't be two jackasses beating the hell out of each other on the side of the road. It'll be one with a gaping wound bleeding to death. Um, I'm not sure that means we we can't follow the Second Amendment. I'm uncomfortable with it, honestly, but I don't know. It, 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 if you have the right, you have the right. So you
1: have some concern that the Supreme Court will come up with a way to very narrowly rule and still not have addressed this issue?
2: Yeah, I, I do. They actually uh, edited the the, uh, cert, the writ of certioria that they get that they'd say, yeah, we'll take this and we'll answer the question on the form. Well, they changed what was written on the form, which they do very, very rarely. They changed the question being asked to whether the specific plaintiffs in the case got screwed or not. So it, it felt to me like some of the more Second Amendment friendly justices had to compromise with some of the others to take the case at all to really narrow the scope of it. The,
1: well, And the problem with that is there are plenty of places in America, like the county I live in, where the Second Amendment clearly does not exist. True. The Second Amendment does not exist in the county I live in, period. Now, what other parts of the Bill of Rights can my county just decide don't count? Any others? No. But there's one. The Second Amendment just doesn't exist in the county I live in.
2: Right. Right. Which is Which troubling. Is and it's gone it's gone unaddressed way too long.
1: Yeah, for centuries.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because the powerful think it's more convenient not to. Yeah. And you know what? To, on some level, and I'm not saying I believe this, but this is the question in front of us, so let's go ahead and recognize it. A lot of the, the folks in charge are saying it will be more dangerous and chaotic if we more fully realize the Second Amendment rights, yeah. if, if people are exercising them. So I'm just going to pretend the Constitution doesn't exist and we're going to quash it as long as we can. And look at this. The courts aren't even asking the question. So everybody just shut up. But, you know, it's coming out into the open. As it I, must. Think,
1: I think there will be in my lifetime, I'm assuming i got a couple of decades left, in my lifetime a serious attempt to uh, do away with the Second Amendment. Like a serious
2: hmm. movement for that.
1: I think that will happen.
2: I make no such assumptions about a couple of decades. I live every day like it's my last.
1: <laughs> Good for you.
2: I call all my loved ones, <laughs> tell them goodbye. I sell all of my possessions. <laughs> I
1: spend all my money. <laughs>
2: I cancel all of my appointments. I make no future appointments. <laughs> I tell everyone exactly what I think of them. <laughs> right, exactly. I read it on a greeting card once. Live every day like it's your last. So I do. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, I uh, I did something I haven't done for a long time. I went to a rock and roll show last night. Oh, we're about out of time, aren't we? Yeah, it was fun. It was great. It was a pretty small club. It was a band you'd never heard of Um, in a, a small performance space, but it was fantastic. Masked or unmasked. Uh-oh, totally unmasked. Totally now, unmasked. the artists had said, uh, we want you to have uh, either a negative test within the last 72 hours and not the fake home one, um, or, <laughs> or, or or your vaccination card. And, you know, I figured, okay, I don't mind. So I showed my card. You showed your papers. Have you been a good little Nazi? Wow. I know some of you are thinking it, but I wanted to go see the show. So I thought, all right, what the hell? I'm vaccinated. <laughs> And it was a sellout. It was a good crowd, tightly packed. Did Florida Governor Ron DeSantis
1: call the Biden administration the Brandon administration this morning, prompting <laughs> the crowd to start chanting "Let's go Biden"? We oh, need to. We need to dig improper. up. The, <laughs> we, we need to dig up the tape on this. This is quite the controversy, I guess. That's hilarious. Did the governor of Florida call the Biden administration the Brandon administration? Come on, man. Chant? We got to figure that out.
2: And is Joe Manchin the man who saved America from fiscal ruin? Uh, Will he continue to do that? Please don't give in, Joe Manchin. We have a number of quotes from him. Will the francification bill pass? God, I hope not.
0: Armstrong and Getty.